threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Oh yeah. Welcome to podcast. <laughs> Hey, Cam, did you know that today is International Podcast Day? No way. <laughs> for, for real, it is. Really? Here we are podcasting on International Podcast for Day. For free. <laughs> for free. This episode's for free for yeah, you Yeah, you guys just download this one as many times as you want. <laughs> We're not going to charge you for it. <laughs> Cameron, Podcast welcome. Podcast Day. We are excited today. Yeah. I mean, I'm so sad. I'm just like shaking. Whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. The ground's going to open up. I know. What are we talking about? Um, earthquakes. Yeah. Get right to it. <laughs> I kind of like that. That's different. This one freaks me out. Like, yeah. This one I worry about mm. constantly, but yeah. do I prepare for it? Not as much as I should. Nope. Absolutely. We're going to talk to you about that. Absolutely. But before we do that, I got to tell you about Battlebox. Yeah. You know, it is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, earthquake survivors, yeah. and casual preppers. Yeah. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Eton, 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 I don't the know. Eton, boy. F- FRX2 emergency weather radio. Yeah, I like that little thing. Yeah, we played with it the other day, didn't Listen we? Listen to radio on a yeah, couple we of times. Jamming. Yeah, it's good. It was cool. And then they also have the Survivor Filter Pro Portable Water Filter Pump. Don't have that. Yeah, you Super do. Fan- I do you know, have it now. But that's something I wouldn't have bought on my own. Uh-huh. All this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost 14 billion boxes and won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Plus, they just won like all these awards at the Subscription Box Awards like last week. Really? For real. Did you know they had like an award thing for They that? got a whole show. They give away trophies. Best... Best cardboard reward yeah. goes to best stuff that falls Come out of the box. Yeah. yeah, our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com/casualpreppers. That is trybattlebox.com/casualpreppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife. Cam, the knife's free. You don't have to pay for it. Just like this podcast. Trybattlebox.com/casualpreppers. Listener reviews starts now. Good job in Russian accent. <laughs> Greetings from the great state of Nebraska. <laughs> the governor, his wife, and three other people that live here totally and completely love your podcast. Mm. Is that for real? I don't know. Whether it's surviving cyclone bombs, civil unrest, or Bigfoot's rise to the head of the Illuminati, yeah. we corn huskers feel pre- better prepared because of Cam and Kobe bringing copious amounts of knowledge to our dirty little ear holes. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go get rickets and prepare for another podcast. They survived. Beautiful. That one's, that one's nice. Yeah, Reverend Williams Dahl. William Dahl. Cool. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Good writing. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon. But go to iTunes. That's where we really like it. Or Spotify. Yeah. Leave us a five-star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. So a mad I world. feel like, man, I just feel the like world's mad. civilization is teetering on a precipice. We're about ready to fall into a crevasse of nothingness. I think the nothing is coming to take us all away and kill our horses in the I, mud. 
It was killed. Uh, didn't you know? Uh, I didn't that know. Nothing no. was killed. That's right. But um, I read an article. Our good friends over in the UK, uh, they're having issues. They are. They don't have any damn gas. Or petrol, as they like to call it, right? UK puts army on standby to deliver fuel as service stations run dry. Wow, that bad? That's pretty dang cool, huh? In London, the UK military is on standby to deliver gasoline to service stations after a shortage of tanker drivers forced some to close last week, triggering a spate of panic buying by British motorists. Dang. Yeah. You guys got to pay by the leader. Yeah. It's expensive. <laughs> don't make no sense. I'm sure it. that the military is like, roll up, fill up, and then get out and protect. Roll up, fill up, get out, protect. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> they got, they got the, the accent. Um, <laughs> now it's hard to do. I'm not going to try Going it. from Russian I to British. I got Russian. Yeah, I know. I am part of the military. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, with thousands of service stations having... Having since run dry, the UK government has announced a series of emergency measures to address the fuel crisis, including... Let me ish- guess. Let's ban shale and oil. <laughs> yeah. No more oil. We're running out of it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I'm going to put an end to this. We're going to get rid of it. And that's what they all sound like in the top of the government, at Parliament. Hey. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> We're from America. We're from Let's just move them there. Um, including <laughs> issuing temporary work visas for 5,000 foreign truck drivers and suspending competition law to allow suppliers to deliver fuel to rival operators. Well, that ain't going to cause no problems, probably. No. No. Bring in everybody. Let them work here. That's weird. But I just don't get it, man. Why don't people want to go to work? It's so weird. I think it's weird, How we too. run out of people? Yeah. Is that what's going on? Because... <laughs> Apparently, we need to run out of So, people. I have a I have a thing that I really like, and, I, it, and it's kind of, you know, I don't tell people a lot of this, but I love to get a Taco Bell breakfast once uh, in a while. Oh, I do too. <laughs> There's steak breakfast sandwich. Well, guess what? What? Do you know that ours isn't open until 11? That, that's what I'm telling Found you. Found out this week. Do you want to know why? Because they don't have enough workers. Is that why? Yeah. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. Mother effers. I've been wanting to go get, you know, those little Cinnabon delights that you yeah. get. Oh, have you had their gosh. breakfast wrap? I have not had that. Wrap it up. It's like a it's a hash brown egg. Oh yeah, I have had that sausage yeah, or great bacon, too. and it's wrapped. Yeah, but this no podcast is brought to you by it. Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pissed off because I can't. Which of were? I know. Um, but I can't get it. Like I like to have it once. I was in a while. wondering. Yeah, it's they got enough people to work freaking there. Freaking joke. You know, boy, boy, <laughs> a boy. I wondered. Yeah, I yeah. went there. I went there. In disappointment on Tuesday. Oh, I, was I like, did I'm too. All, I'm all hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't eat breakfast at home, so I'm like, I'm going to give you one of these. Yeah, they're but, close. And it's Until the only breakfast. 11 a.m. It's the only breakfast I really like that much, too. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Well, world's okay. coming yeah. to an end. For sure. For sure. Um, But for reals, it's coming to an end. And I know the date. The date what is the date? Is Probably somewhere around 2027. Just prepare for 2027 to be... Okay. You'll probably be dead, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay, great. The reason I know, Uh because Time Traveler from 2027 has shared new footage of his mind-bending ordeal and revealed that he is trapped and alone after surviving a mass extinction event. Let me guess, he is on TikTok? He is on TikTok. (laughs) I knew it. TikTok Time Traveler. Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes by the name... His name's Javier, but he goes by... At Unico Sobreviviente. Okay. The man said that he lives in a deserted city in Spain and as the last human alive, and he spends his time documenting the empty streets. Internet still works? 
obviously. Yeah. Because he's transmitting these. And um, yeah, so if he's somehow last... back in time. Yeah, I was like, if he's the last person alive, how'd he get back in time? But, I don't know. He, they just happen to have. A I don't time know machine. how he's sending it through oh, okay. from twenty twenty seven for us. Is to this like a frequency type deal? Yeah, it's got to be through the radio. Yeah. So, anyways, um, you never know. AM radio is weird. <laughs> it's true. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's freaking teleportation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, One yeah. minute you're listening to Reverend news radio. John. Yeah. And you end up in Russia in nineteen eighty four or something. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, Javier. Mm. He's been documenting since I think it's February. pronounced Javier. That's <laughs> true. Sure. Sorry about that. You're fine. Javier. Javier. Um, he's been documenting since February 13th hmm. when he woke up in a hospital and he was the only person there. Oh. In his videos, I mean, the lights are on, everything's still stocked up. So apparently people just vanished. Just. Oh. So anyways, um, cool. I just thought it'd be important to warn you guys. You've yeah. got time, you know. You've got six years. We got all the no, time. No, less in the world. than that. You've got five years time travel to get ready yeah. for complete annihilation of humankind. Cool. But go find Javier. Yeah. Because if he, his if his former self is still wandering around, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, transmit some messages messages to him, and then he can. I don't know why he would. That's a paradox. I'm not sure how to look at that because no, if either. his former self is around, couldn't he? Wouldn't you just say, hey, well, where are, are you? Are you watching yourself, Where Javier? are you now, now? Yeah. Not yeah. now, then. Yeah. I don't Anything know. that he's doing now. Yeah. yeah. Watching himself is going to influence himself now. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Someone needs to call Michael J. Fox because I don't know. No, someone any needs of this. to call um, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. <laughs> we need to pitch a no hitter <laughs> right now. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Time travel issues. I'm throwing this ball yeah. in the future so hard <laughs> anyways let's talk about earthquakes boy 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 we've speaking we, of future events yeah we've talked about earthquakes before but we've never had like a full episode on earthquakes and we decided hey it's time you know us yeah. in utah this is the one thing this is the one natural disaster that probably our me biggest out. yeah one of our biggest we have a big fault line probably our biggest down um on the wasatch front right down one crack right down <laughs> i got a fault line right here um <laughs> And so it's something that that Cam and I think about quite frequently. Yeah. I mean, every, I remember every growing day. up, like my mom. She's a terrorist. She bottles. Yeah, for sure. She's yeah. been doing that for a while yeah. now. Uh, didn't ever, didn't ever know. Allahu Akbar. Yeah. <laughs> so um, all of the bottled bullets and uh. things that we have. But I remember my dad like <laughs> bottled been bullets. cannon bullets for years. <laughs> <laughs> They're in juice. <laughs> we use the old we peach want- <laughs> juice for the 22 shells. <laughs> I ain't going to stick in the chamber. Nah. All greased up. Nah. Um, the, uh, but I remember my dad anchoring all the shelves down. I'm like, what yeah. are they doing this for? Like, <laughs> yeah, for They're sure. shelves, and they're heavy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, earthquake, big risk for us. For sure. So um, the U.S. Geological Survey estimates 143 million live in areas with damaging earthquakes. That's not that many. I thought it'd be more than that. Yeah. Um, how many states are possibly affected by earthquakes? 50. Okay. <laughs> how many states are there? There's probably more than that that we don't claim. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to claim them. Um, but 16 states, uh, in particular have the highest earthquake hazard, um, mm. from natural earthquakes are okay. Alaska, Arkansas, California, Hawaii, mm. Idaho, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, Montana, Nevada. Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, Washington, Wyoming. Gosh dang, that's us. So yeah, we got a big fault line through Utah, but one of the biggest. It ain't our fault. 
<laughs> it is our fault. <laughs> it is our fault. Yeah, <laughs> not our fault, but it's our fault. Yeah. Um, the biggest like threat is, and we've talked about it too in like tsunamis and everything. Is like the the West Coast is like totally due anytime for a massive tsunami. Yeah, because what what's going on there? You see, is there's this thing called the Cascadia Subduction Zone. Ooh, that sounds, sounds freaking sexy. cool. Yeah, That's sexy man. It's not that cool, though. I don't even want to check out my subduction Basically, zone. yeah, the United States is going underneath the ocean. Um, oh, that might need to be bad. If California went underneath the ocean. Yeah, if we could just slide a little bit of the ocean up yeah. over that. Ma- imagine the beach in Nevada. Then you really could have weird. oceanfront property in Arizona. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right? He knew some. Georgia knew what was going on. Um, but yeah, this is a 600-mile fault that runs from Northern California up to British Columbia. And is about seventy to hundred miles of Pacific coast line, coast shoreline. Okay, there have been forty-one earthquakes in the last ten thousand years within 10, this fault. Yes, yeah. long time that have occurred as few as one hundred ninety years or as much as one hundred twenty years apart. Twelve hundred years apart. That's a long spread. That is a long spread. The last earthquake that occurred in this fault was on January 26, seventeen hundred. Wow. I talked to my grandpa about this. He don't remember it. <laughs> you know, he wasn't alive. <laughs> With an estimated 9.0 Ooh, magnitude. That's a big one. So this is pretty cool. I watched this on the History Channel. They had they had footage of it? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> 1700? <laughs> <laughs> They're writing it on rocks. <laughs> wow, look at that. Um, but if you ever watch um, if you ever watch History Channel, it's pretty cool because what they did is they went like and dug down into the mud and they found these old like tree uh stumps and stuff and um they had timed it that they're like all these were covered by this massive salt water mm. you know and it's like way inland in Alaska and in Oregon and everything so anyways this massive uh tsunami happened because of this earthquake in 1700 and what's kind of crazy about it is um there's evidence of the same in Japan Mm. Uh, Japanese historic records indicate that a destructive, distantly produced tsunami struck their coast on January 26, 1700. Oh, same time. So it just like, boom. Yeah. Put out this big, huge, massive wave. So anyways, we're due. We're wow. due for this. Kind of scary. That is Oregon scary. has the potential for a 9.0 plus magnitude earthquake caused by the Cascadia subduction zone and a resulting tsunami of up to 100 feet. In height. It's a lot of water. Yeah. That's what they figure with all that study and nerdy stuff that they did. Yeah. Is that the water was that high because it went that far inland. Anyways, scary. And we get a whole 30 seconds, maybe like a minute or two of warning. (laughs) So that's going to be a very bad one. Um, You know, and if if that all that happens, California, you know, like like Top Gun's going to be pushed out in 2023. We're never going to see that movie. Yeah, so. Never. Stuff like that's going to happen. But. Anyway, earthquakes, they strike without warning. Us on the west are, you know, strongly in a very high-risk area. Yeah. But the whole United States can be affected by these. There's a big one in, like, Missouri, too, isn't there? Yeah. A big, yeah. Big old fault line. You can go look up fault lines. Yeah. (laughs) They're pretty cool. For sure. Um, But one thing is just, like, some brief history. And this is in the last 50 years, you know. There's been Mm -hmm. bigger, probably worse earthquakes. But this is more modern time stuff. Um. Some of the deadliest earthquakes, and they're not typically the strongest ones, you know, the 9.0s. You just don't hear about those very often. And most of the most destructive ones are like 7, 6. Yeah. You know, it's just because of where they're at and when they happen. So in the last 50 years, you know, one of the most famous ones that we know of is the San Francisco earthquake of 89. 
during the World Series. The World Series, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was an eight year old young buck watching yeah. the World Series. What's that? The camera went off. What's going on? This cameraman sucks. Yeah. Shake it. Um, major earthquake that struck the San Francisco Bay Area in California October 17th, 89, mm. and caused 63 deaths. I thought it would have caused way more than that. I, I would too, but. Nearly 3,800 injuries. And the one big thing I remember is it collapsed. Like the highway just yeah. smashed on top of the yep. other one. That's that was freaky. the big. That's where most of the deaths came from, I yeah. think, right? And then right after that's when the. Like California put in place all the earthquake proof and prevention yeah. uh, standards and stuff like that. The Nimitz freeway is what collapsed. Oh. Uh, another big one, uh, December 26, 2004. That sucked right after Christmas. I know. Um, at 7.59 a.m. local time, an undersea earthquake with a magnitude of 9.1 struck off the coast of Indonesia. I remember this one in high school. I did, yeah. Seeing like the pictures and being disturbed by it. I wasn't in high school. Oh, I just not got high married. school. Yeah, I just got married. Yeah, that was that's right. I was in college. That's right. Yep, um, it all blends together. It does. But yeah, uh, I remember looking at the picture and people showing me pictures. I'm like, these aren't real. Yeah, I just remember seeing one where you like pan across and it's just like bodies mm-hmm. all like pushed up into the debris. The, the tsunamis like, is where the real yeah devastation comes. Yep. So um, anyway, yeah, we all remember that one. I wasn't in high school; I was in no. college. But this one killed at least 225,000 people. Dude, that is a and lot. And the tsunami was the biggest, biggest issue with that one. Um, it, yeah, it, it affected countries like Indonesia, Sri Lanka, India. I don't know if I say that right. If you're Maldives, over, like, how do you Thailand. even prepare for that? I know. I, I don't even think there is a way to. No. If you're on the coast. I freak out. Like, I, I was talking to my brother about it. It'd be sweet to go visit, like, um... Uh, some of those like the Maldives mm-hmm. and stuff, but they're like they're like negative sea level. Like yeah. tsunami just wiped. There's no you can't. There's no high land. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Anyways, that one's freaky. Um, March 11, 2011, magnitude 9.1 hit off the northeast coast of Honshu on Japan Trench. Mm. On the Japan Trench, a tsunami that was generated by the earthquake arrived at the coast within 30 minutes. And this one's like one of the best mm. documented tsunami events because you know technology playstations things like that yeah, they were exactly. able to capture all of it and that just blew my mind it looks so fake yeah like just moving across the like the earth i'm like nah that, that looks weird that's that's not that's horrible CGI. it's real <laughs> that's it's real. real um it was the largest magnitude ever recorded in japan and the third largest in the world since 1900 wow and then recently real recent but even like after that, the Haiti uh, earthquake of 2010, which they were still recovering from and just had another really bad one. Yeah. Um, this was in uh, January 12th, 2010. It killed an estimated 230,000 and injured 300,000. That's a lot. And they're still trying to... This wasn't a tsunami. This was flat out just collapsed everything. That's like all good. the buildings they built, hospitals, schools, you know, government. It just was an entire, like huge nightmare. And the good thing, there's not much crime there. It's like the worst place in the world right now, It really is. So anyways, those are some of the biggest ones in the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. And then not to mention all the other stuff that comes along with those earthquakes. So, right. So anyways, prepare for them. The big classic one, was it 1906? Yeah, the one in Alaska. I thought that was San Francisco. Wasn't there a big one in San Francisco? There's a huge one in Alaska. In Alaska. 1900s. Okay, yeah. So it was there's like been a bunch of big ones. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So what are, I mean, why are we scared of these? There's a whole bunch of different things that happen during these earthquakes that you have to be aware of. 
Uh, it's not just that you get shaken around. There's a lot of different things that goes on. Like Cam was saying in Haiti, the collapsing buildings was a big deal. And depending on you know what types of buildings you're 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 near, uh, a lot of times these will collapse, and they're going to topple over. They're going to destroy things that are. 1964 <clears throat> was a big Alaska one. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, um, collapsing buildings is a big thing. And the other thing is the windows, the broken glass. There's so much glass we have everywhere. <sighs> and the biggest thing with the shaking and the moving is <clears throat> that glass breaks. Yeah. And if you're like underneath a high rise or something, screen, done. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you, can you imagine a huge shard of glass coming down? Like if it, if it isn't tempered, it's going to be a bad, uh, slice you up, man. It's oh, a bad deal. Plus you're going to have broken glass all over the floors, all over everywhere. It's yeah. not, I mean, it's just going to be everywhere so uh yeah, when i was looking at the videos from japan like yeah. showing the people in the high rises and stuff it's just like it's glass everywhere huh? it's like oh freaky yeah man it's crazy another big issue is with water um there's there's several issues with water that you kind of have to be aware of um during and after the earthquake and one of those is broken water lines it's like guaranteed everywhere there's going to be broken water lines everywhere which means debris and flooding you ever played sim city I have. It's like the worst Many, thing. Yeah, you don't want that to happen because you're drinking <laughs> Can't even water. Can't fix it. You're like, no. screw it. Your drinking water goes bad because you've got flooding, you've got broken lines. How do you get water to your home? Contaminated. It's contaminated. It's it's a bad deal. Plus, dams and levees do not like earthquakes. Oh, yeah. Um, and those are holding back lots of water. And so you could have humongous floods with True. those things. And we got a dam up above us a ways. Can you imagine if oh my gosh, that the, sucker cracked? If that thing cracked and, and broke, it would be an insane. I don't even know what would happen. It'd be crazy though. So a lot of different water, water. issues. Water flooding, that's what would happen. Awesome water. Um the next thing is fire as well as broken gas lines. So they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. So according to FEMA, fire broken gas lines freak me out I, i've had this happen before <laughs> yeah you're right i remember you telling me <laughs> i was building a fence and went right into a to a gas line yeah don't make so sure. was it a 1906 in san francisco as well is that what yes, it was? yes i believe so i'm just going off oh yes 1906 yes so according to fema fire is the most common hazard after yeah, that earthquake. was the other earthquake in right? san francisco so fire is something if is just closely associated with with earthquakes immediately after a quake um you need to be wary of gas leaks because it's going to be a bad deal. So you need to be, you got to be smelling. You got to see, is that gas or what is that? I'm waiting for a word. I know. You got to use your sniffer. All right. Um, Because a gas leak in your home is a bad deal. One little spark or one little fire somewhere and boom. Your furnace tries to kick on your. Exactly. It's a bad deal. Kids so try to microwave some. Yeah. So um, they also suggest that you know in the media aftermath, you don't use candles or open flames because the risk of gas leaks never is thought about so that. high. It makes total sense. Yeah. So just be careful. Make sure there's no gas around. Make sure you've shut off your gas. We're going to talk about all that, but um, just don't use those in the media aftermath. Um, there's also obviously a possibility of explosions. Um, so like I just said, if there's a leak. Shut your gas off if you can. Um, most of the issues, most of the problems from the 1906 quake in California was fire. That's where like 90% of yeah, the damage in the in the deaths came from. That's so. right. I remember now. Yep. I've been there. <clears throat> been there. The next thing is power outages. Obviously, it's very, very likely you're going to lose power if it's a, a significant earthquake. Um, so just like many 
pretty much every other prepping scenario, you got to be ready to be self-sufficient when it comes to power after enduring an earthquake. Um, because no power means water, food, heating, cooling, medical issues, they become that much more po- problematic. I mean, just everything gets Comfort, harder. Happy wife. Everything. Yes. It's just bad. You can't t- send your kids to watch TV. <laughs> no. That's bad. Um, it also means that communication becomes harder, obviously. So um, also... Be aware that carbon monoxide poisoning is a huge issue when the power goes oh, out. Oh, yeah. People are like, oh, I'm just going to throw my generator up, put it right here in the living room. It's crazy. Huh? You know what I mean? And Many people do Fire that. it up, and, and you're dead. So um, that's a big issue, too, that you have to worry about. Um, and then along with that is the power lines and electrical exposure. <laughs> Because um, not only can the power be out, but downlines are huge major hazards yeah. after. I mean, there could be downlines everywhere. Some of them are going to be live. Some of them aren't. We don't know. You know, if so, it's raining and wet. And oh, it's gosh. Like, <laughs> so if you didn't know, that'll shock you and you'll kill you. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, right? Um, quick tip. Quick tip. Don't touch them. Don't die from power lines. <laughs> yeah. Also, just within your home, exposed electrical wires, yeah. those could be hot and you don't even know it. And, you know, your kid or your pet goes up and licks it. You don't know. Um, they're going to die if they yeah. do that. It's not a good idea. So just be careful of that. Then again, sanitation becomes a major issue. Uh, I think in Haiti, that was one of the big things is sanitation. Yeah, was it in Haiti where, where cholera kind of came back I think after it, that? Yeah, no, I do remember that. Yep. I'm pretty sure that was an issue and because, you know, no clean water. There's all this flooding. There's debris. There's dead bodies and there's feces <sighs> in the water everywhere. That is a bad deal on the sanitation front. Or was that front. during the hurricane? I can't remember. Anyway, either, either way. Either way. One the system or the other. is down. Exactly. That's not good. So um, clean water is going to be really hard to come by. You may not be able to flush your toilet anymore. Um, and you may have a foot of water on the floor in your house. You just don't know what's going to happen. So uh, sanitation becomes a big issue. Um, and then food and grocery restock. Um, you know, a big thing is the roads may be impassable with no power, with no fuel. Um, transportation becomes a huge issue. Yeah. And restocking the already um, the stores that are already being ransacked is, is going to be very, very tough. Panic people are going to buy and loot everything that's currently on the shelves as fast as possible. We've seen this. It happens every time. Yep. Every time, you know, before a hurricane or after an earthquake, whatever it is. The unprepared. Freak mm-hmm. out and go and just... Yep. Um, so no power means that your credit and debit cards aren't going to be working. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an issue. Um, and it may not even be safe to actually travel to the store. You might not be able to even get there. It might be impassable roads or, yeah. like we said, down power lines and floods and all those different things. So, <clears throat> And then the store, if they don't have power, they they can't keep anything frozen or cold. So stuff's going to go bad really quick. It, it, all these things. It's, it's a just, huge freaking nightmare. Oh, my nightmare. gosh. It is a humongous nightmare. Um, we talked about transportation a little bit, but, um, the traffic lights aren't going to be working probably. <laughs> and, it's um, the thing like with earthquakes is it's like, could some of this, like most of it will, yeah. like it'll bust all of this up. For sure. Absolutely. And you know, when the traffic lights aren't working, this is when you really understand how stupid the, the average oh person is. Oh my gosh. You ever gone to a, a four way traffic when light? the light's flashing yellow or off. Or off. <laughs> Every, Do I get out of my car? Everybody loses their minds. They're backing up. People jumping on top of their cars, <laughs> waving people back and forth. 
You know what I mean? Offering babies to their neighbors because they don't know what to do. <laughs> We're going like to live here forever. It's like total chaos at the intersection. <laughs> yeah. There's a campfire in the middle of the road. We Somebody's living there. We should just do a whole episode on if traffic lights go yeah, out. I know. It's just like, and then one person goes, <laughs> and the next 50,000 people follow yeah. them, like right on their bumper, so the other sides can't go anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's pretty, like freaky that all like all these people are able to even drive it's chaos it's utter like, chaos even when there's a light like snow on the yeah. parking lot they're like do i park they like park right up to the windows yeah. to the store you're like i'm just gonna back in the store you've real quick. never been in there you've never parked there <laughs> and you think you can just park there they have no idea i don't it's know a, what to do it's like really where you find out like the intelligence of the average person it's is true. so low it's pretty scary it is so low <laughs> and then everybody just kind of follows suit like they all do. right they're doing that i guess that's what i'll do <laughs> he's parked right in front and Some, blocking everybody for coming out i'm gonna park there somebody taking a deuce in their trunk they just don't know what to do <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> throwing rocks at the next person it is utter chaos <laughs> seriously <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world so anyways that might be going on people uh, are the worst thing in the world they are yeah. in the roads you know there might be cracks and floods or down lines like we talked about roads where we're going, we don't need <laughs> roads. Um, roads. <laughs> that's um, a weird word. <laughs> what is that from? I can't even. It's think. from um, black sheep. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, he hits that rock. It's like I just chunked right. my pants. <laughs> yeah, what was that big chunk? Um, and if you take the bus or something, good luck with that. That busing, the public transportation is going to be non-existent. Yeah. Don't think the bus is going to be on schedule after an earthquake. <laughs> so every crack in the road. <laughs> Opening the doors. <laughs> Here we go. Um, and then good luck getting fuel at this point um, because... Especially if you're in the UK. Yeah, good luck with that. The petrol will be very low. <laughs> hard to get. Okay. Very rare. <laughs> very rare. Oh, petrol. Ooh. <laughs> very rare. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you're going to probably want to plan to be on foot. Maybe a motorcycle. Yeah. Or a bicycle. One of those two. Skateboard. Those are going to be hard, though, because the roads are going to be all, <laughs> all messed up. Maybe not a skateboard. Skateboard and a uh, scooter. Scooter. Probably want to avoid those. Yeah, those are going to be tough. And then Cam talked about the tsunamis. Um, spelled stupid, but it's still a bad thing. <laughs> um, so if you live in a coastal area... Tsunami. Tsunami. Um, you're going to have to be worried about tsunamis. I mean, an entire wave just wipe out your whole town in a day. Yeah. One day, your, your whole town's gone underwater yeah uh so um anything that shakes beyond 20 seconds or reports an earthquake of 6.5 or above could trigger a tsunami yeah. if you're down on the beach and the water starts going away from the beach Be that's careful. a bad sign <laughs> yeah that's freaky it does that it's like yeah like Just pulling sucks it up it to all build out. this big wave he's like um i'm going down there look at you shell starfish look how much bigger the beach is now <laughs> Let's follow the water. No, it's going to come back oh, at you pretty hard. Instant. Woo! I'm going to go down to it. Yeah, um, you got to be careful because it's going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen those videos? Like people mm. on the beach when they like walk down to it and then yeah. they're just like <laughs> consumed by this massive wave. It's no bueno. It's sad. But it's I've sad. watched it a f- yeah. several times. Happens every damn time. Um, <laughs> Volcanoes. This is something you're not thinking about. Well, maybe you are because you got it in front of you. But may- many people aren't thinking about it. Um, there are... A few large regional earthquakes greater than the magnitude of six are considered to be related to a subsequent eruption or to some it type of unrest. Off volcanoes. Yeah, they get mad. They get shooken up. 
It's like sh- it's like shaking your soda. Yeah, it's exactly. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yep. You know, it might just be enough to blow the top. Oh, just put, mm, <laughs> shaking, mm. You think that's rough? I hate these tectonic plates. Um, <laughs> so you got to worry about volcanoes too, and then aftershocks. My tummy's hurting. <laughs> And then they spit it all up. I got the bubble guts. Here it comes. <laughs> what a what a terrible combo. Well, the road's blocked by lava that way. That one's splitting too. Tsunami's overhead. I don't know. Here it comes. Uh, well, we drown, I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the power <laughs> the traffic lights are down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to go down four ways closed. <laughs> Came back. Can't get past it. I don't know. Bunch of people there. Riots. Burning campfire in the middle yeah. of the Human sacrifice in the middle of a damn intersection because the lights were out. I don't it's know. It's like a goalpost and shaking them to break them down. What the hell's going we're on? We'll take these down so we can get past them. <laughs> it's a force field. <laughs> Only one's green can you go through. I'm going to paint some green up there so we can all go. <laughs> go get Head down to Lowe's and give me a bucket of green. green laser. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, people are dumb. It's a good idea. I know. Red and green laser. Yeah. Get yourself through it and then hit the red. Um, And then the last thing is aftershocks. Yeah. You know, there's the quake and then there's post-quake and then there's aftershocks. These are usually smaller, um, but they can still be pretty big, big enough to cause issues. So, um, you know, if you have an earthquake, your TV falls off the wall, don't put it immediately back up. Yeah. Wait oh, a minute. This one ain't broke. <laughs> this one's good. Put it right back up there. And then it shakes again, <laughs> yeah. comes down, and it breaks. So give yourself some time. It's not time to maybe wait a day or so. Yeah. But the problem is these aftershocks can be days, weeks, months out. Freaky. I mean, at that point, come on, that's a new earthquake. <laughs> After a week or so, yeah. let's call that a new one. Let's not call it an aftershock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Five years later. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's after- a dang aftershock from that 1906. <laughs> you know, that old 1700, we're still getting Maybe aftershocks. Maybe there's only one earthquake ever in history. <laughs> and they're all And we just get aftershocks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think about that, scientists? Yeah, think about it. We're just so- dealing with the little past earthquake. Seismologist, my ass. <laughs> they're all aftershocks. <laughs> Trace it back, it's all one. Yeah, just like Adam and Eve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, mm. speaking of horrible things, yeah, this pandemic's a real horror, right? I'm so <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> I'm too. My gosh. I saw a clip of like one of the first episodes that we talked about this, and that felt like it was a millennia ago. It does feel like and that. And I'm like, well, it could be bad. I don't know. We're just like going on with our lives like dumbasses. Day 620. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Yep. Uh, Anyways, it's brought a lot of problems. Sure, yeah. A lot of hatred, mm. a lot of anger, mm. but also it's pushed a lot of people online. Mm. People that may not ever shop online, like my parents. They're going oh. online all the time. Terrorists. Just the other day, my mm. dad, well, like a couple months ago, he's like, oh yeah, I paid this guy to come clean my computer. I'm like, nah! <laughs> anyway, yeah. Old people. This guy. He did. He's like, he's connected accent. to it now. I was like freaked out. Unplug your computer. <laughs> he wants my bank account and stuff. I don't know. I Says just gave him got, the numbers. Yep. I don't basically. know. Um, but cybercrime, huge, yeah. big problem. There's a way all of you, every one of you, I'm talking to each of you individually. Yeah. You can protect yourself. If you go and get Surfshark, it's a virtual private network and protect you mm. and every single device you have that goes online. Beautiful. You can go gray man, you can shield your information. We're coming up on Christmas. You're gonna shop on those weird websites to get that weird doll or whatever. Dark web. Yeah. That's where you get the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But you can go there with more uh, protection. I don't know if you're going to be completely protected, but anyway. More protection. Much more protection. Yeah. You don't have to worry about malware, phishing, and obnoxious and unsafe email ads, accidental clicks, because you're, you're, you're fully protected with Surfshark. Yeah. Also, the cool thing about Surfshark is it puts your IP in another country so you can watch Russian whatever, the Russian Netflix. Oh, man. Netflix. I bet the Russian Wheel of Fortune is amazing. <laughs> Chernobyl history again? <laughs> Why we keep watching this same show? Oh, it's very good, I guess. Yes. Russian soap opera. <laughs> Just all the Olympics they won. <laughs> you yeah. keep watching these. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway. You can maybe get to see their weird mind control stuff pop online. Ew, yeah. But, ew. <laughs> Very good. I'll put that on repeat. But that's cool. Mm. You're protected and you can watch weird Netflix in other countries. Yeah. And how much does it cost to get this, Kobe? Probably $1,000 a month. It I don't doesn't. Know. You would think so. 30000 a month. How about 60 bucks for 27 You're months? a liar. I'm not. You're a damn liar. And if you don't even know what I'm talking about, yeah. you probably don't, mm-hmm. you can try it out for 30 days and get a full refund. No way. Yeah. Okay. One subscription, all devices. Yeah. Put it on any system you want. Go yeah. online, have fun. Don't yeah. like it, send it back. 30 days, get your money back. Boom. But you got to make sure surfshark.deals yeah. slash casual preppers. That'll give you the $60 for 27 months. Yeah, use that code. It's like 83% off, yo. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good percentage. That's <laughs> a lot. I like it. It's like 100%, basically. Yeah, basically. You might as well just give it to him for free <laughs> yeah. at this point. Okay. Awesome. So what are your main goals? That ad was like a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put that out as a ep- separate episode. <laughs> Just clip it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Okay. So what are your main goals for, for getting prepared? for? Don't die. Don't die. Yeah. Have food and water. Have food and water. Get through the intersection in one piece. <laughs> yeah. But you want to be able to survive in your home for like two weeks because it it could be two weeks that you got to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Take death. You're probably going to last two. Yeah. Um. Because if you don't, I'm 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 already on board with this. I don't like to go anywhere anyway. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I always see how long I can survive at home without going anywhere. <laughs> I've been practicing this. Yeah, I'm great at it. But you also want to be able to evacuate your home at a moment's notice. Yeah. That earthquake hits. The tsunami's coming. Boom! Get out of there. Yeah. Get on going. Get on out. Um, but you also want to be able to get home, get home safely if disaster strikes and you're away from home, right? So there's all these different things that you got to do. So let's talk about how to get prepared to do those things right Good there. Good idea. Where do I always start, Cameron? I mean, in my mind, it all let's starts make with a plan. the emergency plan, right? It's so simple, but so it's effective. About the plan. Yes. I've said it a million times. Start with the family emergency plan. I feel like this is always your best place to start. If you don't do anything else... This, do this, do this, all right? Go to redcross.org or just Google emergency plan. Pretty simple. Go use it. Um, It's going to get you, your family, your group all on the same page. When this quake hits, you're not going to be like, oh, crap, what do I do? You guys are going to know what to do because you've already talked about it. So, you know, where are you going to go? Where are you going to meet? Who's going to grab the pets? Who's going to get the bug out bags? Who's going to get the meds? Who's going to find grandma? All those types of things. You got to know who's going to do that. So, unless you're the wilderness family or Swiss family Robinsons, you're 
most likely not going to be together. Yeah, for sure. That, yeah. That's the freakiest thing. That is the freakiest thing. So what do they do? So that's something you can do to get started. Um, one of the biggest hazards in your home, so you, hopefully you're at home when this happens, and you're at home a lot, right? But one of the biggest hazards is stuff falling on you Yeah. Um, during an earthquake. Really, like that's where like a lot of the deaths and the injuries come from. Um, you know, your wife, she's on Etsy. She's buying all this cute stuff that she puts 7, on a wall. 7,000-pound plaque. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. America's great. <laughs> <laughs> I it's have one of those in my house. Cut your head off. It's in four size, four big old humongous pieces. <laughs> it's made out of solid oak. You know what I mean? So yeah. um think about this, especially above your bed, because you're sleeping in your bed, right? I get freaked Sometimes out about that you are. too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're on the couch. But um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you're under the mattress. <laughs> Bad night. <laughs> Maybe. Uh- but don't hang the, like don't have like some samurai swords above your bed. Yeah, that's a bad one. You know what I mean? Or maybe like World War II relics of some sort. Maybe a deer mount, P fifty one propeller blade. Yeah. Be careful about what you're hanging above beds. I've gone through this. Like I had a shelf fall on my daughter. I know. I remember that in the middle of the night, right in a friigging. I was noggin. in her room. <laughs> I, saw, I knocked it off the wall. I saw. I was trying to get out. <laughs> I just barely got out before you got in there. Yeah, trying to get um, into your loot downstairs. So I, I'm actually very wary of this, and we only hang things that are lighter. Yeah, lighter fare. You know, like <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Balsa wood, balsa, <laughs> bamboo <laughs> stuff. I don't know. Pillows. We put them on the wall. <laughs> yeah, looks great. You put them under a frame in a frame. Pillow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if shadow you, box with pillow in it. <laughs> yeah, shadow box. So if if you have shelves, bolt them to the wall, or make sure they're stuck on yeah. there. Right. Um, install latches on your cabinets, you know, so you're not like dodging dinner plate shrapnel when it's coming <laughs> yeah. out. You got to be careful there too. So just think about the things that could fall on you, your kids, your pets, whatever. Think about it. I um, need to anchor all my shelves in the basement. Me too, man. Um, so retrofitting your home is a big deal, right? There's, there's a range of retrofits that you can do to older buildings that make a huge difference between like your house, like completely collapsing and just a few little issues, right? Homes built before 1974 could be like a steaming pile of earthquake mess. <laughs> Um, when it comes down to it, because in 1973 is kind of when those things came into the code, right? That you had to have these things happen. So wood homes tend to fare better than concrete or brick because wood has flexibility. It can move, right? Um, bricks, they just crumble. It's depending on how bad it is. So, um, but even pre-built 1970s stick homes, they're not secured to the foundations like they should be. So most common retrofits that you can do, um, if All you that to, Utah stucco is coming right yeah, off. It's coming off. I guarantee it. Um, bolting the house to its foundation. Pretty damn important. That's Get that done. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, your house is just. Honey, we're slipping. We're slipping <laughs> right off the foundation. <laughs> yep. Not good. Down in the basement with headphones on. Don't even. Where'd the house go? What happened? That was a weird podcast. <laughs> um, now we talked about this. Yeah. I forgot to anchor the house down. Knew I missed something. Um, reinforcing or bracing cripple walls with plywood. Bracing the hot water tank with metal strapping. Otherwise, because that falls over, and then you got a bunch of hot water. I wonder if mobile homes do better in earthquakes. They have to, right? I don't know. Shaking. (laughs) Shaking. What was the, do you remember in that one podcast where we had some song we were singing about, uh, singing about uh, earthquakes? Mm, Shake and stops. Don't you remember? Something like that? That's right. (laughs) Do you remember that? I'll have to go back and listen to it. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, bracing your chimney. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? I can't um, remember how it goes. Brace your chimney because chimneys are big and tall. And they I fall said over. brace your chin. 
You want to keep your head about as stable as Two possible? Two hands under the chin. <laughs> you're fine. You don't want your vision to get all wacky. <laughs> no. So hold your chin. Earthquake comes, base your chin. <laughs> Eyes up. Get away from the swords on the wall. You're okay. Honey, I can't talk. Go on, brace my chin. Everybody put your hands on your chin. <laughs> we'll put that. We're going to write that down on the emergency plan. <laughs> brace your chin, number one. Chimney. That's what you got to brace. Um. If you can, install auto shutoff valves for your gas. I didn't know those existed. They That's do. That's cool. Now you know. How do those shut off? Uh, automatically. <laughs> <laughs> they automatically. I wonder how they do work. They uh, How do they work? <laughs> there's, a, there's a little meter on there, and if it shakes enough, it just turns off. Man, what if you get shaking in the house? <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's worth it. Gas went off 15 times last night. Babe, we, it was such a good night that the damn gas shut off. <laughs> Pile lights out again, honey. <laughs> That's how good I am. Head <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Have a good night. Tell you that. Um, <laughs> there's actually programs and grants that you can help. It's the first thing you do, <laughs> put your pants back on, go check your shut off. Oh, yeah, I shut it off. Oh, I didn't get it. I'll try harder next time, babe. <laughs> Promise. Um, earthquake insurance. You know, this, I mean, some might not think this is a prep, but it really is, right? Um, or that it's not included in their regular it's not. homeowner's plan. Believe me, that's probably not. Home- I don't think anything's covered in your homeowner's insurance. It's not. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah. That's all it is. Homeowners You're are insured against. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send you a bill. Yeah. That's... Wait, what is this covering? <laughs> homeowners or renter's insurance usually isn't going to cover earthquake damage. So... I just have questions about my homeowner's. Do you? Mm. Uh, do you want to add on your driver, your vehicle insurance? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're wanting? Uh, it's going to be a separate product, much like flood insurance is. That's also usually a second product. Yeah, that's so not on there. Be thinking about that. And it, with this, it's always a good idea. Maybe once a year, get out that iPhone, walk around the house, get everything on video that's worth money. Yeah, right. Everything. It's going to be a long walk or a short walk, <laughs> depending on how much money you got. But go around the house and get long stuff. Snap. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Samurai swords. Done. That's all I got. Honey, show me your ring. Yeah. That's all we got. Shake that moneymaker, baby. (laughs) We're going to put this on a plan. Um, So go around. Yeah, I saw that's a good idea, though. Yeah. People think you're lying. (laughs) You're not. I had a a full gold bathtub. It's gone now. It's in the rubble. The tsunami took it away. And then also have a fireproof safe. That you can put some of those valuables that are, you know, in documents and things yeah. in. Because after after or during an earthquake, you're going to It's going to flood, then burn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> know how to shut off your gas and water. We talked about that you can get the auto shut off, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, it's a seismic automatic shut off like, valve. How much is that sucker? Three to $500. Ooh, that's not going to happen. It could, though, if you got lots of money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But be that sure. That would be the day. <laughs> <laughs> One day, if you guys just start downloading some more podcasts, good gracious, once a month. or um, Anyways, be sure that you know where your gas valve is and how to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know where yours is? I know where my water one is. Great. My gas one, yes. Okay. Find a wrench that you know works with your valve and keep it in your nearby emergency supplies. Or They even have the ones that you can just put right on the thing and just hang it there. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Hoodlums can come on yeah, and shut it off. Probably, on. yeah, but, yeah. And Watch you, it. I don't think you can get it turned back on. You have to have the gas company to come turn it on, somebody said. Oh, really? Online. That's what I heard. But yeah. I could be wrong because that was on the internet. I've never turned probably. mine off, so I don't know. So, food and water. 
obviously, you've got to be self-sufficient for two weeks, so you have to have food and water on hand. You're also going to want to have water filters and purifiers because we talked about those water issues that may arise, literally arise, (laughs) um, because of flooding and different things and, and broken pipes. And, you know... Nobody likes broken pipes. No, and then... and. No power, so I mean, you're gonna have to have water filters and purifiers just in case. Also, especially in a situation where an earthquake is going on, you're gonna want to have your supplies in several locations. If you have everything in your basement in one little area and there's a flood, the whole floor and, collapses, yeah, it collapses on you're done. What are you gonna do now, huh? Dumb, dumb chainsaw hole into it, yeah. So, you've got to have it in several locations because, um. If you lose one area and that's the area you put everything, uh, gonna you're going to feel pretty stupid. You're going to look stupid and you're going to die probably. <laughs> so don't do not do that. Um, <clears throat> you also need to think about an alternate way to cook the food that you have. You might not have electricity. You might not have gas. So have an alternate way. Whatever, don't want to even risk it. Yeah, whatever that might be, um, have an alternate way to cook that food and purify that water. Um, we talked about this, but you, you're going to have to have a bug out plan. Um, if an earthquake is bad enough, your home may not be safe. Your actual, your entire town may not be safe, depending on what's going on. You're going to have to have your bug out bags, a bug out plan ready to go several routes out of town. Because again, we talked about the transportation issues that probably will arise during an earthquake. You're going to have to have several ways out of there. You might not be able to see land before time. I did. You yeah, split, you got that thing. You got 600 up meter up. Mm-hmm. I don't know, meters. Why do I say meters? I don't know. Nothing You're great. still talking about petrol. <laughs> Thinking about it. They're like, oh, I'll get it now. Oh, now I get it. About time. About time, someone says something. But yeah, land before time earthquake. For sure. have that. Yeah. So, so you're going to have- Grocery store could be 600 feet up. Ooh. That'd be sucky. Yeah, it would be. Um, so you got to have several routes out of town, several ways to get out. Your bug out plan's got to be pretty robust. You got to know what's going on, right? Um, you're also going to want several- possible destinations in mind um you 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 know during an earthquake you you don't necessarily have to go out in in the middle of the woods and live right right if you could just get to another town that has a hotel yeah that's sufficient you don't need to go out and live in the boonies and start fishing you don't need to shoot a new youtube video no to make it look like no or you don't need to go and kill an elk the first thing after an earthquake (laughs) right right? or kill somebody's cow in the field on the way out of town (laughs) Um, it's not, it's wait, not, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's not apocalypse time quite yet. I mean, it could be, it depends on how big it is, but, um, and <clears throat> so anyways, have several routes. So in, in the event of an earthquake, you could be sleeping. You're, you're sleeping. I mean, I sleep like three hours a night, so I'm there for three hours at least, you know, what I mean? yeah. but you know, most people are there eight hours a night sleeping in their beds. So, um, if that happens, if you have an earthquake, you're going to want to have some things real close to your bed. Um, in case this goes on, it's going to be in the middle of the night. You're probably not going to have power, so you're going to want to have some things. Uh, have a flashlight. Should have your blackout box there. Anyway, exactly, you nearby. should. But um, a headlamp is probably going to be the number one thing you're going to want. Again, flashlights are fantastic, but the headlamp is even better because you have two hands. You'll be you, navigating all kinds of. You're going to be pulling obstacles. rubble off the chihuahua or whatever it is. You got to have both hands. <clears throat> um, you're going to want to have some clothes and some shoes you can put on in a rush. Uh, cause going out in your some, skivvies, some sleep naked, and that's gonna be yeah. You want your ding dong flopping around in the neighborhood, <laughs> trying to put out fires. Did you see that earthquake? <laughs> oh hey, sorry about that. Sorry. It's cold out here. It's cold out here. I'm beating yeah. Um, so you, you have some stuff to put on real quick. Um, a phone, emergency radio probably wouldn't be a bad idea to have real close. One of the things I think it would be huge is fire 
uh, preps right next to your bed or close to your bed because you're going to want an extinguisher or a fire blanket or a mask or something yeah. because fires are going to be... Anti-fire preps. It, yes. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not like a fire starting kit. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, yeah, putting stuff out, <laughs> putting fires out. Honey, <laughs> power's out. Start a fire in your living room. Yeah, exactly. So have some of that stuff by your bed. Um, yeah, so that what, fire blanket, I keep that one nearby. Some, yeah. Like, you never know. You have to run through a hallway that's freaking starting yeah. on fire. Well, and then if you just you get cold in the middle of the night, you can just throw it on. <laughs> that's true. I've been sleeping <laughs> with that fire blanket. Why do you just sleep with the fire blanket? <laughs> just always sleep with it. <laughs> um, so some other items to think about pre- preparing. Sanitation items, toilet paper, soap, trash bags, wipes, women's stuff. All those things that you need for a two-week period of staying survived. <clears throat> we talked about... The debit cards and the credit cards probably being down. Cash is going to be a big deal. You're going to have to have some cash in the immediate aftermath. Extra, For sure. Extra daily meds, those things that you have to have to stay alive, make sure you've got like extra. Double your dose. Double your dose, yeah. <laughs> um, but you're, you're going to want to have those because you might not be able to run to Walgreens. Your doctor's mm-hmm. probably going to be dead per- anyways. Hey. Most likely. They die first <laughs> We're in not situations. <laughs> They're not great in earthquakes, I've heard. I don't know. <laughs> um... Copies of important documents are a big deal to have. First aid kits and first aid guides, have those on hand. Cam talked about this, a good blackout box or a blackout kit. When the power's out, you're going to want those. Um, If you have pets, you got to have that extra pet food. you got to have those things on hand because, again, you can't run down to Petco, most likely. A mask of some sort, we've all got those now. Um, Tarps and things, I mean, tarps and duct tape and visqueen and those, I mean, Depending on what happens to your house, you could have a big hole in your roof. You half a wall could be gone. Middle of December. And it, yeah, so if I think you that ha- was the one thing about like an Iranian or something uh, earthquake. I can't remember where it was at, but that was the issue. It followed like winter was like right there, and a oh, lot yeah. of people died from issues with that. Yeah, so you may you may need to do a temporary fix to a wall or roof or something. So having those things on hand is going to help you. Emergency radio, two way radio. Have an extra roof. Yeah, I mean, you can if you can. You know, afford one of those and you can fit it in your basement or something. That's great. Um, two-way radios, emergency radio, always great to have. Keep your tank at half full at all times. This is exactly the reason why this is good advice because you don't want to have to run to the gas station. It ain't going to work. These times not going to be great. Extra fuel, again, same thing. Gasoline, propane, you're going to have to have those things. Backup USB phone, power bank chargers, they're going to be a huge help in the immediate aftermath. Something to heat or cool your house. Cooling is the, the hard part, but at least have something to heat your house if, right. it, if it's hot, if it's uh, cold. <clears throat> and then emergency lighting, you're going to need that as well. So those are just a couple of extra things to think about for um, prepping for an earthquake right there. That's a lot. It's a ton, dude. I don't get it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's pretty simple. You do have to have a pretty specific, like a little more of a specific plan because earthquake, man, just brings on all kinds of crap. It sure does, yeah. Auto shut off of everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so this, this is where, like, I hadn't reviewed this stuff since I was like in elementary school. Yeah. Like, what do you do during an earthquake? And the, and the information has changed a little bit. It, it has. Yeah. yeah. So, um, cause yeah, I, like I immediately was like, oh, go and, you know, brace yourself against the wall. Like the, mm-hmm. anyway, I'll get into that. Um, so indoors, how, how do you and your family protect yourself during the earthquake like what do you do if it lasts for 30 seconds to two minutes you know some of them are really long um this is this is the plan that you should go over with your family i don't know if they're doing it in schools anymore are they i don't i don't think so because i haven't heard my kids talk about it they'd probably be excited and tell yeah, me for about sure. it so um 
a lot of the old advice was like uh, the whole triangle of life. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, diving under tables, standing in under door frames, uh, all that stuff that you've kind of heard. And some of it's good and some of it's not proven to be uh, as safe as they thought originally. Like the triangle of life theory sounded logical when it was um, first, like when they st- started releasing a lot of like the earthquake protection stuff. Yeah. And I think isn't, I was going to write that down, like specifically what the triangle of life was, was isn't it between you and like you try and basically if a wall falls, you're going to be between you and like a desk or something like that. Yeah. Now it's practically, you just want to get <clears throat> underneath and protect your head. Yeah. So, um, who cares what it was? You don't want to remember it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, number one is drop. So you don't want to be like standing up, covering your head, supporting your chin. Yeah. You know, during this. <laughs> wait, wait, just wait, wait, wait. Just standing by the window, with your, supporting your jaw. You're get chin. through this. <clears throat> you want to get down on your hands and knees, and this kind of is, a, you know, you can kind of get in a fetal position underneath uh, something that's sturdy, or even like pull a mattress over you. It's just protecting your body from falling debris, mm-hmm. windows that are busting and blowing out, and stuff like that. So earthquakes, real powerful. <clears throat> Uh, then that's the second thing is cover, uh, get under cover. So get down and then get underneath something that's sturdy, like a desk. Um, you want to protect the main part of your body, the important part, your brain, Oh, your head, your brain, your eyes, not your bottom part. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. And so even if it's something little, protect that part. (laughs) Well, I mean, I meant your average size. I meant the table. (laughs) If it's something small that won't cover your entire body, at least get your dang head underneath there. It's little. <laughs> if it's tiny, don't worry about it. Um, if there's no shelter, then drop and cover your head with your uh, cover your head and your neck with your hands. You know, protecting mm. that head again. Um, research has shown people moving as little as only ten feet amidst a, a quake are more likely to sustain injury. Mm. So if it starts shaking. You know, don't like run around the house like, yeah. turn the TV off. I want to see how much I can cover by the time this yeah. stops. Yeah. And the big thing is like it starts shaking. Your first instinct is let's get outside, yeah. you know, get out. Yeah. And and that's usually you're going to go up to one of the most vulnerable places where there's windows, you know, you got a chandelier, you got lighting. Dude, so you, you got just, a fancy house. I don't have that. <laughs> I have lights. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not crazy. my house. That's just <laughs> when I'm visiting somebody. But yeah. Um. So if it starts shaking, you get down on your hands and knees, find a way to protect your head, hopefully underneath like something fancy like my grand piano. For sure, yeah. yeah and my chandelier. That's where I want to be. Number three is hold on, you know, grab a hold of the leg. Hold of on the, loosely. Yeah. But don't let go. Yeah. <laughs> be prepared to move with the shelter if it begins shifting around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like if the table's sliding, you know, you want to have a, a hold of the... You might be covering your head, and the table <laughs> shakes away from you. Whoa. How'd I get here? Oh, the table's over there. <laughs> I got a weird accent. How'd I get here? How'd I get here, boy? Hey, mama, how'd I get here? So crawl underneath that table yeah. and, you know, wrap a, wrap a, your arm around a leg so it doesn't <laughs> drift away from you. Maybe, right. maybe do uh, an Indian leg wrestle with yeah, the leg sure. of the table. Go for it. Um... Man, I screwed that information all That's all right. Drop, cover, hold on, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, stay as safe as possible during an earthquake. <laughs> Just remember, uh, when it's all said and done, there's those aftershocks yep. that we've been experiencing for hundreds of years <laughs> yeah, never from ending. the original earthquake. Yeah. 
And so we should just call this episode aftershocks. <laughs> <laughs> not earthquake. <laughs> no such thing as an earthquake. It's there was the one earthquake. <laughs> yep. They're all after. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. stay away from glass and windows mm-hmm. and outside doors and walls. So the other thing is like, you know, do you jump in a bathtub? Do you stand under a doorway? If you're near one and it's like an inner doorway, mm-hmm. most of those are supported pretty well depending on your builder. <laughs> but those are they're, <laughs> yeah. those are a good thing to get underneath. But. The problem is people will go to like the outside walls and those are the most vulnerable for injury and stuff mm. falling on you. If you're in bed when the earthquake strikes, hold on to your wife or your husband. Yeah. Protect your head with the pillow unless um, you are under a heavy light fixture <laughs> or a mirror because you're gross. <laughs> it is what it is. In that case, move to the nearest safe place. So maybe okay. roll off your bed and under it. That's a good idea. So there you go. I couldn't get under mine. It's like. Can't get under mine either. like a. Japanese bed it's on yeah. the floor um and then that's where you you know and I talked about the using the doorway a good load bearing doorway which you probably don't know because you didn't see the framing mm-hmm. but don't avoid the outer doors um stay inside until the shaking stops and mm. it's safe to go outside this is stop this is where it's kind of hard is because yeah aftershock could come 30 minutes after the first aftershock I know and so you just have to assess the situation, you know, okay. figure out, is it worth it? Do you need to get out? Do you feel like the building is unstable? Kids crying, you need to find them, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, research has shown that most injuries occur when people inside attempt to move to different locations inside the building or try to leave. So again, you got to really make the, what's the best, most safe thing to do at that point. Maybe just stay put. Mm. Uh, be aware that electricity may go out, no sprinkler systems, fire alarms, things like that. So there could be a fire in the building or in the house mm-hmm. and your system's down. Should change those batteries though. Yeah. Um, if you're in a high rise building, I don't work in that kind of area, but <laughs> nope. um, it's kind of good to watch those videos in Japan of what they kind of do. Mm-hmm. A lot of them didn't do anything, but, <laughs> <laughs> but most of them do. They crawl underneath the desk, but you want to go to the interior walls. Mm-hmm. Like if you're yeah. getting shaken up, you go to the core of the building because sure. that's much less likely um, for all the crap to fall on you and to fall out a window or windows bust inwards. If you're in a crowded store or another public place when it happens, obviously don't rush for the exits. Move away from the display shelves because they just tip over and cascade through. You know, yeah, it looks like dominoes. Idea. So move to a more open area and don't don't rush for the exits. You're more likely to get hurt that way. If you're in a wheelchair, which is interesting, I found that. I was like, well, maybe may mention it. Okay. Move to cover, if possible. Lock your wheels. Lock you don't want to be just shaking around, <laughs> bouncing around. We're rolling everywhere. <clears throat> so go to somewhere you can try and protect your head and then lock the wheels. Don't don't crawl out of your wheelchair or anything like that. Um, if you're in the kitchen, move away from the refrigerator, stove, overhead cupboard. <laughs> Where are you gonna go? <laughs> I think I was thinking about get that out too. of the kitchen. I'm like, I guess you just try to make it for the dining table, yeah. or put your head underneath the sink. I don't know. What I don't you know do what there. you do either. But I'm like, obviously, you got to move away from the covers. But you kind of you're surrounded by them. Yeah. If you're in the kitchen, I just take a drink and just watch it. Yeah. Um, if you're in a stadium or theater, stay in your seat, protect your head with your arms. Do not try to leave until the shaking is over. Don't rush for the door. Okay. When you're outdoors, so this is um, a little different. If you're outdoors, move to a clear area uh, away from trees, signs, buildings, electrical wires, and poles. Like, Mm -hmm. try to get to the most open area 
the likelihood of the ground opening up and you falling in is very Pretty slim. Low. Pretty so you low. just want to get away from crap falling down on you. Um, especially like power lines are probably the worst thing. Yeah, for me. get away like, from power lines. They're everywhere if you're not out in the middle of the park. Humongous trees maybe yeah. could be bad. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty bad. Um, once in the open, stay there until the shaking stops. <clears throat> the greatest danger exists directly outside buildings, exits along, you know, the exterior walls. Yeah. Many of the 120 fatalities from the 1933 Long Beach earthquake occurred when people ran outside and they were killed by falling debris and collapsing walls. That makes so, sense. Stay inside if you're in there. If you're outside, stay far away from those buildings. Don't try to go in them, even at once it stops, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on a sidewalk or near buildings, duck into a doorway to protect yourself from falling bricks. So this is where the outer doorway may came, come in handy. Yeah. Get in, get in somewhere cause you're vulnerable to the whole thing coming down on you. If you're driving, pull over to the side of the road and stop, avoid overpasses, power lines, hazards, stay inside the vehicle until the shaking's over. Stop as quickly at, um, and safely that safely permits the vehicle to permits and stay in the vehicle don't stop under buildings don't pull underneath an overpass you know it's not a tornado <laughs> so you want to also in your vehicle just try and find the most open area you can but don't rush there i don't know <clears throat> i'm gonna try and outrun it i want to know what it feels like to be in a car with a really bad earthquake i don't know i'm not running it. i'm going as fast as i can and get too. away from the earthquake yeah i just ride the ripple yeah <laughs> ride the ripple exactly <laughs> but yeah um so anyways, obviously the big point is staying away from anything that's going to probably collapse or have falling, you know, to fall on you. Yeah. When you're indoors, protect your head, get underneath something. And that's about it. Yeah. And so then after the earthquake, the, you, there's a few things you need to think about. Number one, are you okay? You know, do you need medical attention? You yourself, yeah. because if you're, if you're jacked up and, and you can't do anything, you can't help your family. You can't help your friends. So you got to make sure like if your arm is, you're bleeding out, you got to get a tourniquet or something on it. You got to do something, yeah. you know, not going to help anybody if you bleed out. Yeah, exactly. So you got to look at that first. Um, it may not be a bad idea if you're at home, this happens, it looks pretty bad. Grab your bug out bag immediately, either put it on your back or go throw it in your vehicle. Um, because if things get worse, if, if another aftershock comes or something and things just continue to progressively get worse, you're going to want to get out of there. Get away from everything. Yeah. And so if you have that ready to go, you're, you're ready to go. Right. Like Cam said, if, if it all stops and your house kind of seems a little bit dangerous, kind of get outside to a place that it feels more uh, Obviously you're going to want to go get your kids. Exactly. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. But. Um, if there are small manageable fires and you have extinguishers or something you can put those out with, go ahead and attend to those. If it's a large fire, get the F out, call 911, right? It's just not worth it. Yeah. Go turn off your gas and electrical if you can. Again, all these things are if it's safe, right? I'm not telling you to do this if your house is falling into a sinkhole or something, yeah. you know. Um, you Most know, of it can be turned off from the outside. It can, yeah. Much of well, it can. Well, all of it can. It's um, just a matter of If you have the right to stuff it. to do it, yep. Um, all, and then the next thing you do is kind of find out that information. Is your phone usable? Use that. If not, go to your emergency radio or go to your car radio. Kind of hear what's going on. Is is there more issues coming? Is there a tsunami on the way? Those types of things. You need to find that out, right? Then you need to kind of update your friends and family on your whereabouts and your condition because people are going to be worried. And at this point, it's really, really hard to get in touch with people yeah. because everybody's going to be calling 911. Everybody's going to be trying to call family members. So do you do your best to kind of update them in, in whatever day 
at whatever way possible. Texts are going to be easier than calls, so send out a mass text if you need to. You can also use social media. You know what I mean? Um, that could help. Um, and you can even update your voicemail with that information too. So when people call and they don't get you, at least they're getting your voicemail saying, hey, I'm okay, this is what I'm doing, blah, 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 right? Um, so then go help others if you can do it. And then if it's a really bad situation and it looks like it's going to take, you know, you're going to be in the situation for quite a long time, take some time to assess your supplies. You know, what do you need to do? Do you need to try and make a supply run? Do you need to try and go to the store and get some food or some water? Um, and if it's safe, go ahead and do that at that point. But that's kind of what you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a lot of like little steps you probably are going to have to just walk through with your family. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Knowing where those things are, not being the only person to know where those shutoffs are. Yeah. And things like that. Um, some of the tools, I mean, you already mentioned most of them, but I think yeah. like some of the important things to consider to make, you know, life a lot easier after an earthquake is have a good generator because mm-hmm. you probably, I mean, power is so vulnerable. Yeah. You're going to lose that almost Absolutely, guarantee. Yeah. Um, so like a generator that you can run outside and have a good extension cord inside. We've talked about these before, mm-hmm. um, m- many a times, um, a solar generator, one you can have inside to run fans for sure, run, you know, charge something, watch a show so that the kids aren't freaked out. You when know, if you have, are, if you're, you know, somebody that's on a ventilator or oxygen or right. all those types of things, CPAP, CPAP, you like know, all they do those, have those are, battery packs that are, yeah. are approved for running CPAP machines. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then they have a four-in-one emergency tool, which I think mm-hmm. I'm going to get. It's like 15 bucks, and it has all the, you know, the little uh, the little rectangle-shaped bolt heads that you can turn off all of your valves with. Yeah. So one tool to rule them all. For sure. And so. those are the types that usually they'll put on your gas meter or whatever. That yeah. You can just like kind of have it on a chain. Yep, exactly. Get up there. And, yep. Um, and then, you know, probably the other thing I would have, too, like Kobe was mentioning, is like the 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 fire stuff mm-hmm. near your bed. Yeah. Cause that's the, one of the most likely things to just all of a sudden happen. Mm-hmm. Having gloves and some goggles, like stuff to just get out and not be blind. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I didn't, is there anything else you wanted to add on to there? Some of the equipment that you would, um, have for earthquakes. I don't think so. I didn't put a lot in there cause it was all, we talked about quite a bit of there. It. Yeah. We talked about quite a bit of it already. I mean, but having available water, not just filters and stuff, is yes. like hugely important. Exactly, the water supply is going to get jacked up. I mean, the hard thing with earthquakes, one of the hardest things is just there's no warning. I know there's none. no way to get a warning. Even with basically. all of our advanced yeah. systems, like maybe a minute warning or a yeah, precursor, and, and but probably they can't not. put that out to the public. No. Or see, it's going to happen. It's like too late by yeah, now. Yeah, it is what it is. So you just kind of have to be ready for it. There's, there's, it's not like you can sign up for an emergency alert and get it beforehand. Yeah. I mean. I don't think that's possible. So no. that's the hard thing with earthquakes. You just have to be as, as prepared as you can. And I mean, yeah, it's one of those events you just have to be completely ready for. Yeah. And if you're in an area that it's more likely, then you need to kind of up your preps for this type of thing. The good thing is, is 95% of all these preps that you're going to do are going to be good for multiple situations, yeah. not just earthquakes. So, um, yeah, just man, if you're in these areas that it's it's a, a big deal, then you need to be I think worried about it. Like you'd mentioned before, one of the biggest things that I know that is a flaw in my whole system is that mm-hmm. most of it's in the basement. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like the floor or the building's <clears throat> unstable after yep. a massive earthquake. Like I'm not you're gonna, not gonna, be able gonna to get go down any there. of that. Yeah, it, that's the hard part. I have started to at least split up my food. I have storage. some of my camper, you yeah. know, but 
Yeah, I've split up some of my food storage, but I need to do that with more of like the water storage stuff as well. Yeah, the water storage um, is so freaking hard. It, it, it's really hard. But that's the nice thing about having some stuff in your vehicles. You know, at least right. you have something there um, in case. A so. couple of days at least. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Earthquakes are tough, man. They are. It's, They're scary. it's really tough. They freak me out. It freaks me don't out, too. Don't even think about them. Absolutely. Hey, guys. Today's podcast is brought to you by TacPack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use code CASUALPREPPERS and get a free separate bag of EDC gear sent along with your first month's TacPack. Head to TacPack.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS, and they're going to get some really cool stuff, especially if you have an AR or you love to shoot. Oh, yeah. Or you love EDC gear. Great stuff. Do Go it. check out Tech Pack. Use our code Casual Peppers. We have a quick review, and it is the Going Gear EDC Club. They always have some interesting stuff in here. This month, they've got the Kubi Knife Vagrant, a $59 value. Sweet little uh, EDC knife, right? Yep. Um, what, what color is that thing? It's kind of like a... It's like it an blue? ash gray. I don't gray? know. It is blue. I don't know. I'm it's pretty colorblind. So it's yeah, pretty. It's way pretty. It's a sweet looking little blade. That's awesome. What's that black? <clears throat> then we have the Viperade EDC VE1. It's a multifunctional pocket organizer. Um, you can put it. Yeah, you can put it in. You know, an EDC pack, or it can be something that's just a little pack that you put in your vehicle with some stuff in it. Cool little. Uh, cool little. Uh, like a organizer thing. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Then you got the Lever Gear Cable Kit. It's a $10 value. It's an ultra portable USB A to micro B cable. Also has a lightning adapter and it has a SIM card removal tool and a small compartment to hold up the two micro SD cards. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. <clears throat> It'd be cooler if it was actually like a flash drive, too. That's what they should have done. I want that right there. Yeah, there you go. And then there is the Tech Accessories Python Clip. It's a little uh, detachable thing for quick access. Um, it's a little stainless steel clip. So that is the oh, going. I was wondering if that one fell out of something. Yeah, no, that's just a little clip you can use for kind of anything. Yeah, I'm drawing. Yeah. So that is the Going Gear EDC Club. Cool stuff. Uh, I didn't. It's have. time for the quick and dirty medical Do you have tip. One? I don't. Okay. This is long enough today. Yeah, no, I figured that's fine. We we're gonna have a lot of details. Um, so. Let's just say the quick and dirty medical tip is. Stay healthy. Stay well. Uh, stay healthy for sure. But um, make sure you have a uh, prepper's medical handbook, something like that. You really should because, you know like, I mean? we all know somebody that you know practices medicine or mm-hmm. is a nurse or a provider. But I'm telling you, like, I am going to shut my phone off. Oh yeah, uh, and I'm only I'm going to screen everything because mm-hmm. you just can't you can't spread yourself out doing all that. No. So. Don't expect to rely on somebody you know yeah. that has medical um, knowledge and training. Like you got to have your own. Yeah, just think about set up for how that. often you're asked to do that stuff now. Daily, think, every single day, I about, get a text from somebody. Think about at least one person in an SHTF situation. Yeah, how even my I mean, kid's sick and I can't get into the hospital. Yeah. Like, what do I do? Can you come by and see him? Mm-hmm. Um, we broke our arm. The you know, John fell out the window during the the. In the intersection, you yeah. didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Pushed him out. Like I get that on a daily basis. So, yeah. and I think this is this is a really good idea for mm-hmm. a quick and dirty medical tip. Is like don't rely on those people mm-hmm. if you don't have the training. Like you are not going to always be able to access somebody that 
that yeah. has the skill to do that. You've got to learn some of this yourself. Yeah. And the and the Prepper's Medical Handbook is excellent it's for that. It's perfect. I mean, there and there's so many different, like, first aid field guides and things like that that are tiny. You could throw them in your bug out bag or your EDC kit or have it in your truck. Yeah. You just, why not? You know? Right. And then also have a good first aid kit. I mean, yeah, you do. <laughs> gotta build, have a good build one. your own. Know what? Then you know what's in there. Yeah, and so you know like where to get it. I've been looking actually at medical backpacks, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping to find one and get one to review. Because my biggest thing is is the organization of the pack. Like, sure. I want to open it and mm-hmm. see where I have everything. Well, we have a, a new sponsor coming up that may be able to help you out with that. Yeah, so. that would be great. We'll because ch- we'll the organized, because you, when you're quickly trying to get to a bandage or a suture mm-hmm. or, you know, something to sterilize, like it's when you're just digging through a bunch of, like oh, my yeah. medicine cabinet, for example. For sure, yeah. Stuff's everywhere. Um, you want a bag that's organized and the only way you're going to get one that you know where everything is, build your own. So. Exactly. For sure. Well, there that's all go. we got guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you've hit the subscribe button. If you haven't done that yet, make sure that you're following us on all the platforms. This means Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, anywhere else you can find us. Please go follow us. It helps us out tremendously. Also, please go, uh, check out our sponsors. It is yeah. a huge deal for us. Go check out Battlebox. Go check out Tack Pack. Go check out Surfshark. Go check out Prepper's Medical Handbook. Yeah. Um, we get requests from people to sponsor, and yeah. we don't pick up trash. We don't. There's like a, there's so we many just don't times have time no. to even deal with garbage. No. Like, um, all these are legitly like ones I've bought stuff from. Most yeah. of them, and it's good stuff. Off the grid surplus. Go get so it. please go check them out, um, and please share us out to your your friends and family. All right. Okay, stay survived.